This is Pod's Burgers, a podcast chronicling a Bob's Burgers obsession. Oh, Michael McDonald. Michael motherfucking McDonald. Okay, Okay, so this room is just a treasure in a way that's horrifying. Um, And one of the treasurenesses of it, treasurenesses, is um, it has an actual old school tube television, like with the full tube. Mm -hmm. And it has... Full tube. Full tube, guys. The television and I have that in common. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, and it has a VHS slot in the front of it. Mm. Yeah, so really old television. If only you had known. I would have brought all those VHS tapes I've got. Anyway. Did they have VHS tapes in the lobby that you could? No. Because if you had, I bet one of them would have been the Ring movie. Not the movie The Ring, but the movie she watches in With the, the Ring. With the flies and the horses and the that finger. murders that, her face off. Well, yeah. not her, but yeah. it, spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Pod's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, first of all, we start scrolling through the, um, uh, what is it called? Where it shows the shows. You can The menu, not the mm-hmm. menu. What's it called? The guide. The guide. Mm-hmm. So we're looking through the guide, and Chris starts at the bottom and starts to scroll up. To get to like the movie channels, holy shit! Some porn, of the, lots oh, of porn. Oh my god! And not like we didn't actually. What else try. are people coming to the murder motel gonna watch? I, I, I insomnia. Honestly, with Al Pacino, know. I can tell you what we watched. Porn? <laughs> no. Oh. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what we watched. No shame. There's not. Um, so we're so he hits it, and we we didn't even have to like click over and I, I turned to him and I was like what if somebody with a child is in this because the names of them were first of all like paragraph long titles yeah and it was so okay what was the rest of your story yes yeah, so here's Michael here's the rest McDonald. of the story <laughs> I am sorry Michael motherfucking McDonald so we did not watch the porn that time and <laughs> <laughs> just kidding and uh <laughs> just going to leave that. So we um we found MTV Classic. Oh. And so it was Is that a thing? I don't Yes, know. Oh. it is. And I was like, "Holy shit, they're actually just playing videos." I mean, they would cut to commercials, so it wasn't like yeah. when we were kids. Were there no commercials when we were kids? No, it was straight up music and then the VJs and and then music and VJs and and How'd they then, make money. I, I they were on cable? I don't know. That's not a way to, that's not a business model. I, I have beat no, on cable. I, I could make money if I beat on cable. Well, anyway, somebody would be paying I you. I don't know. They okay. just didn't have commercials. I'm sorry. I'm letting you finish. Okay. Anyway, so we're watching this, and first of all, holy shit, videos back in the 80s were so bad. But like, so good. There was, there was this, um, you know, the um, Caribbean queen, mm-hmm. Billy Ocean? Mm-hmm. My God, what a terrible video. Just incomprehensible. Just things happening for no reason. Um, Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awful. Mm -hmm. And then they played this video by Toto, which I I know the song, but I can't remember the name of it. Pamela? No. It was before that. I'm pretty sure. Rosanna? No. It was after that. I'm pretty sure. I know the basics of the Toto timeline. Anyway, Africa? Is that Toto? 
I don't know. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Toto. I thought it was. Yeah. Who am I if that's not Toto? We are so not with it. Anyway, so we're watching this video. Archivist says, I'll be over you. Archivist says, I'll be over you. And it's the band, they do this whole completely pointless intro where it shows them moving all of their equipment out onto the roof of a building so they can film out there. Mm -hmm. And at one point they cut to the shot of three people standing in a row singing. Two of them are from Toto, I assume. And the one in the middle, Chris goes, is that Michael motherfucking McDonald? And I'm like, there's no way that can be, I mean, it looks just like him, but you could barely hear that signature voice. And so he looks it up and sure enough, Featuring Michael motherfucking McDonald. We're back to the beginning. That was quite a trip. Right. (laughs) Shall we talk about the episode now? For God's sake. For the love of all that's holy. Well, hi. Hello. Hello, friends. We've, we've, spoiler alert, we've been recording for like 15 minutes, but all of it had nothing to do. We referenced Bob's Burgers a couple of times, but only while we were, like, feeling guilty that we weren't talking about Bob's Burgers. So it was good stuff, you Maybe guys. you'll get a little snippet of it at the beginning. I'm not sure, but maybe. here we are. I am a tyrant about edits. Yeah, well, I think that was all gold. Yeah, I mean, maybe. My stomach took the... Waited until we officially started the podcast mm-hmm. to start wailing. Yeah. So, yeah. Look forward to that for the I'm rest just, of the time. I don't even know. Um, so welcome. Yes. Back to Pods Burgers. I'm Jennifer. I'm Brittany. Well, Brittany. I just called but... myself Jennifer, which I never do. I'm and I Jen. never call myself Brittany, so. Um, and it's it's been a little longer than we would have liked, but so I can't things. say it's been so long. No. Just, it, you know. So many things have happened. Um, yeah. We we had a uh, we had a photo shoot. Jen and I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about that in the last episode. I don't think we did. So um, we did that, and mm-hmm. we will post some some lovely photos of us. Um, let's see. I went. Uh, I had a birthday. Yes. I I turned even older. Yes. And that was great. Yes. Every year from now on, you just turn even older. Even older. That's yeah. it. Um, I was in Miami for a week. Miami. And it was... Uh, a bazillion wow. degrees. Uh, yeah, and, and it, was, it, was, it was a trip in mm-hmm. so many ways. Literally um, and figuratively. It was for my day job, mm-hmm. which is not doing Pods Burgers. Um, but it was very exhausting. So we were actually going to record this over the weekend, but I just... Could not. I needed a minute. Yes. So now we're recording this on a Monday night. And there's drinking a, on a Monday night. Well, I mean, drinking on a Sunday night. It's same, same, Whatever. same, right? Yeah. Um, and then there was the issues with your Dogleston mm-hmm. having all of his issues, mm-hmm. like he does. Some family medical issues. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's been a little hectic, but here we are. Was the wedding in there somewhere, or was that before the last one? Uh, uh, I think it was before the last oh, okay. one. So we can't count that. A dear yeah. friend of ours got married, and yes. that was taking a lot of yes our time and attention. So we're we're on the other side. We are. Oh, and we did Ragnar. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Oh. Third year of Ragnar, you guys. In For case... those of you who may not know, that's yeah. a 
a relay race. Uh, it's the Wasatch Back. So here in Utah, there's the Wasatch Front, which is where we live. The Wasatch are mountains. And then the Wasatch Back is the backside <laughs> of those mountains, uh, which is Park City, most people have heard of, and various other cities. And it's about 200 miles of a foot race. It's a relay. And so there are 12 members of the team, and we pass off to one another and run various legs. Run your faces off. You just run them off. So, and it goes overnight. You run all through the night, and it was hella exhausting, but... It really was. We just keep doing it. I did an almost six-miler in freezing, literal freezing temperatures, Mm -hmm. 32 Mm -hmm. degrees, Mm -hmm. down the side of a mountain in the dark. My night run was glorious because I was the first runner, so it wasn't really... I was the first runner in our van. There are two vans, anyway. Uh, so it wasn't really cold yet. It was, it was just delightful. Fucking freezing. I know. Everybody else had a miserable time. At I least, was great. <laughs> you know what? I could have had it worse. But, I mean, always, right? As long as you're alive, you I could have always had it worse. I was running at 2 o'clock in the morning, and it was freezing, and it was dark, and I was convinced a wild animal was just going to leap out and kill me. Yeah. If they had, uh, you you should always assume that they're asking for help. <laughs> the wild animal? Yes. They're just That's like, actually an interesting thought. Maybe yeah. I'll be like, oh, are you hungry? <laughs> Would you like a snack? Take out your cell phone and be like, do you need me to call someone for you? And they'll be like, oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Because that's what wild animals they use. Dated lingo. I love how you're just coming along with me on this. You didn't even like... Don't I always? You didn't even ask me. I did. I did. I clarified that it was the animal that needed (laughs) help. I mean, that's all you needed to know. You were like, yes. You know what what this ties into? What? The last time we talked about Tina, she was on a mountain. Oh, yeah. And now we're going to talk about Tina again. It's true. Um, We we just have a couple of really quick housekeeping things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is I have to address the sound elephant in the room. Oh yeah. That was weird guys. The last episode, if you listened to it, especially if you listened to it in its entirety, God bless you. Because it is the worst sound issues (laughs) that I have encountered. It's like I have the microphone straight down my throat and Jen's just off And I'm in another room. Yeah. Um, but we... We were really frustrated, and I almost cried several times editing it, which is notable because I don't really cry. No. I'm kind of a cold fish. Well, you don't... Um, I mean, when you get frustrated, I guess, is your most common Yeah, part. I just I just felt really bad, like, anyway, like there was a failure like, or something. Like she let you guys down. But... But she didn't, And I guys. tried to play around with it. I tried to... You know, when Brittany was talking, I tried to lower the volume, and when I was talking, I tried to pump it up to make it even, not to make me louder than Brittany. Because <laughs> that's but you like guys, we just talk way too much. But it it was taking forever. That would have taken me probably a week's worth in the amount of time that I have to edit. Yeah. But also, it wasn't really working. I went back and listened to what I was doing, and it it, it just didn't sound good. Yeah. Especially when we talked over each other. Mm-mm. It just got... Anyway, so we fig- we could not figure out why it was doing that, and we finally... We have two microphones, 
And I purchased the second microphone because we were going to get a, a cord splitter so that each of us had our own microphone. We actually record on one microphone right now. And we've had so much drama around the cord splitter. We have not located one. We had we, an extended conversation before this about the cord splitter. Guys, if anybody can know. help us. It's ridiculous. Please. I think I've been trying to order it online. I think we just need to go to a store and find one. But anyway, when I, when I set up for recording the last episode, I grabbed the second microphone thinking I had grabbed the one we always use. And the settings on the microphone were all screwed up. So that was why we, we, there was no, nothing else that was different about Mm -hmm. it. We were sitting in the same room. We were sitting in the same position. We even put me further back and generally close. (laughs) And it didn't matter. So I really hope you listen to it because it's a great episode about Teddy. It really is. Just forgive me for the sound issues. Um, And also we talk a lot about Michael McDonald at the beginning. So if that entices you. Um, anyway, Shall I so tell you about my trip and Michael motherfucking McDonald. No, so not this time. So sorry about that. Um, also, uh, there were weird noises in the background, and I don't know what they I didn't were. Hear that? What yeah. were they? I don't know. I mean, what did they sound like? There make, was make some, the sounds. There was some make like the noise. thumping sounds and some. It, it, they were just. I don't know. They they were just noises. I didn't know what they were. So sorry about that. And for some reason, the chairs that we sit on in here, I've I've swapped them multiple times and mine keeps squeaking. I don't know. Maybe my butt is weirdly shaped. Just in that so, spot. And that was really predominant in hmm. the last episode. I must I have been moving around a lot. I just spend a lot of time really scouring them while I'm editing. So I think you're just being a perfectionist. I don't think anybody always. noticed except the fact that it sounded like I was right on top of the microphone. There's no way you didn't hear that part. And like putting my hand on your face and shoving you away every time <laughs> you talked. Um, so sorry about that. Lots of sound issues. We're still working on it. Please stick with us. In all the research I've done about podcasts, they say that the way to turn people away from listening the fastest is if you have sound issues. So I, I don't, I'm very sensitive about it. Don't worry about it. Um, so as Brittany mentioned, my dog, uh, is having some medical issues. He has a skin condition. Um, he's got sensitive skin. And so he will get these lesions on his skin. They're called hot spots. They're pretty common in golden retrievers. So we have to put him in a cone. Um, and I only bring this up because he's wearing the cone and (laughs) he is very honey badger about that cone. He does what he wants. He has knocked over. He does not let it hold him back. Like he, he has almost knocked over three chairs just since I've been here. Yeah. At once. Yes. He'll run into one chair and then it's a domino effect because I have this large dining room table that we. You know what he's thinking? Record at that has all these chairs. He's like, oh Yeah. You're going to put this on me? Well, fuck you. There's a part of me that thinks he kind of loves it. Why? Because he gets attention? And, and I don't know, it makes him special, and also he can wield it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, clearly he doesn't love it, because when we take it out, he runs away from it. But, oh, anyway, Mr. so if you Man. hear crashing sounds... We're not dying. The dog is just running into it with his face. Probably Lloyd. 
that's all I have for housekeeping. Okay. Do you have anything? Um, um, yeah, social media stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been thinking we should get a... Did I mention this before? We should get a Twitter. Mm. We should do the Twitch. We should. I just... I know. It's fine. I'll take so care of it. Exhausted. I got it. I got it. I'm not... I can't... I can't be on Twitter in my Works. regular life. Yeah, yeah, Because... Yeah. It's just it's just another thing that I have to keep up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with... Actually, I have tried multiple times for... Um, I have another little account that I do. I'm really into cooking, and so I do miniature v- versions of real food. I don't know. Like tiny hamburgers, you know, that kind of thing. So I'll take big food and make it into small, and I like hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. And so it's a tiny food page. Um, and I tried to do a Twitter for that page and I, you guys, it's just, maybe I'm old. I don't know. I mean, I have an Instagram. I, I can't figure out Pinterest and I can't figure out Twitter. And I don't mean like I can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just don't care, Mm -hmm. but I have a Pinterest and I'm pretty active on it for specific things. But I feel like it would be easier for us to keep up with other podcasters if we had that. So I agree. I think I'm going to do it. I often feel like I should get rid of my Facebook and have Twitter if I have too mm-hmm. many things to maintain. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. that I use Facebook kind of as almost as my journal. Right. And so, I use it because I, it connects me to. I, I'd probably keep my Facebook to keep connected with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, you know what you should do on your tiny food account? Ooh, what? You should get a wee animal mm-hmm. and make the wee animal <gasps> tiny foods oh. and film them eating it, and you would people would love that. They would just eat it up. So much engagement. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll do that. Figure out a tiny animal, maybe a chinchilla. Hmm. You want they, me to get a chinchilla? They have little dust baths. I don't know if I can handle dealing with a chinchilla. I also don't know what chinchillas can eat. Yeah. But, like, hamsters can eat whatever. Yeah. Well, mostly whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, so, yes, just social media. So, we are on Facebook. We're half an hour, by the way. <laughs> That's if you cut out all of the stuff about the porn at the beginning. Buckets of porn. Jen is going to cut out this entire amazing conversation about buckets of porn and Michael McDonald. And how it sloshes and smells. Not Michael McDonald, the buckets of porn. I bet Michael McDonald sloshes and smells. I love you, Michael McDonald. <laughs> Don't listen to her. Yeah, I'll um, be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, so, yes, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I hardly ever talk about our website, and I love our website because it's adorable. Um, I'm going to be putting one of the images from our photo shoot on there. Yes. So go to podsburgers.com. And then what else? Anything else? Oh, iTunes. We're expanding um, our reach of our, like our availability of the podcast beyond iTunes. So we're looking into doing other venues. When I I finally get around to it. Yeah, it's okay. We and, will uh, be on Stitcher and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean... Where we, the kids go. I'll tell you what. We're having a party when we finally get through that uh, editing of the Mostly True. Oh, my gosh. You guys, we have another podcast, Mostly True, and we have a double episode. We filmed... Filmed. That's hilarious. Recorded. We recorded um, so much material that it's going to have to be a two-parter. And so Jen is just underwater right now, and it's such a good episode. I have about an hour left of 
show to get through, which is m- more than an hour of editing. So it it, it it's just you have to find a big block of time to work mm-hmm. on it. No, I but it's it. a great podcast. It, it it is it really has my heart. I know. I love it. So I'm you very should excited go to check um, it out too. Uh, so yeah. So um, that's it for housekeeping. Finally, dear God, um, <laughs> this little this little figurine that we have of Tina, um, we've posted it on the Podsburgers account. Um, it's a little die cast Tina that came with a Bob's Burgers Monopoly set that Jen got for Christmas. Yep. And uh, I just I've been staring at this, and she's she almost if you just glance almost looks like a weird version of Dark Helmet from yeah. Spaceballs. But she has some great knockers. She does. Diecast knockers. Diecast knockers. All right, so we're going to talk about Boy Watch from the current season. Well, as of this recording, season eight. Yes. Um, do you want to recap? Um, sure. I'm not great at recapping. No, you do great. I think you do a fabulous job. So, Boy Watch. So the recap goes like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so wrapped right now. Yeah, Tina and Jean and Louise are down on the beach, and they see some young kids rolling around in the sand, so Tina wants to go down there and uh, investigate. Finds out that these kids are junior guards, junior Mm -hmm. lifeguards, and because they are young and hot, and because they're rolling around in the sand together... So much contact. We'll get back more about why they're rolling around in the sand together. Um, She decides that she very much wants to be a part of this. And when one of them subsequently injures herself, Tina has the opportunity to join the junior guards. To fill in. Uh, Yes, Mm -hmm. because this, this individual, this girl, is now no longer able to participate. So she joins the junior guards and promptly fails at everything. Mm-hmm. She's not a great swimmer. Uh, she's really primarily there because she wants to also roll around in the sun, in the sand yeah. with the junior guards. It's an activity that they call sugar cookies mm-hmm. because they're the cookies and the sand is the sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a way for them to warm up. Mm-hmm. After that, they've been in the water. Yes. And that comes up repeatedly. Um, so she causes a lot of havoc. That was my dog. <laughs> yep. He's backing out. Yep. Beep, beep, yep. beep. Wielding his cone. Um, Will you pass me that uh, bottle of wine? Yeah. Thanks. She causes a lot of havoc and drama. In fact, there is a song in the middle called Beach Drama <laughs> about all of the drama that she causes um, because she's really bad at being a guard and uh, she's very interested in uh, this love triangle that she's kind of made up in her head mm-hmm. that's happening between uh, the girl who had to leave the guards and Kelly, her, Kelly and Michael, mm-hmm. who uh, is still on the guards. Anyway, um, and it's basically about Tina having to come to a realization that this is more than just hanging out and rolling around in the sand and what is she going to be and is she going to stay on the junior guards and is she going to do a better job? And uh, she she does a little bit better and manages to stay on and uh, then uh, subsequently decides to 
uh, try to prove herself further and does something very dangerous, and then the whole squad is kicked off. Mm -hmm. But then she saves the day later, Mm -hmm. and we'll get into more of that. The B story is that Bob and Linda back at the cafe have discovered that if they give the Wi-Fi password to their customers, it's really good for business, and it's bringing in a lot of people. It's pronounced Wiffy. (laughs) Teddy thinks it's pronounced Wiffy, and he's going to keep calling it that in his head, and they can't stop him. So, Jim. So much. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sergeant Bosco uh, has discovered that there is a hacker who is utilizing their Wi-Fi network to hack into various computers and is trying to find um, the hacker. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing for me about Boy Watch is um, if you spend any time uh, looking at information about Bob's Burgers on the web, which, spoiler alert... I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Boy Watch is not a very well-loved episode. Hmm. A lot of the fans either don't really like it or really don't like it. Really? And hmm. I was surprised by that because from the very first time I watched the episode, it was one of the episodes that I knew that I would be returning to mm-hmm. repeatedly. Um We've talked before about there aren't really episodes of Bob's Burgers that I don't like, but there are episodes that I choose to watch fewer times. Mm-hmm. And this is not one of those. Interesting. This is this is a very engaging episode for me, which I, is is weird for you. I mean, for I, maybe this is part of the reason why other people don't like it as much mm-hmm. because. You and I have expressed in prior episodes that we prefer the family to be together because the dynamic is great between all of them. And so having Tina apart from them, you would think that would cause you to not necessarily love it as much as the others. But another thing that we've talked about is for whatever reason, when, when there is a split and it is an episode that I do like that it tends to be an episode about Tina. That's true. That's true. And there's something about Tina that is so compelling for me. And I think, I think a lot of the fans, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about me now. Oh God, your dog's trying to kill me. Oh my God. (laughs) Hi buddy. Hey. Okay. Can you go lay down? Go lay down. I have to use the wrong grammar. As long as we are pausing, I'm just going to say this. What? What time is it? What time is it? Oh. Oh. That's what he wants. Oh. He'll calm down when I give it to him. He totally almost pushed me out of the chair. What time? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Um, Tina. Um, okay, but... Oh, yes, that she is compelling. Yes. Okay. So... I, I, for me, I, I did consider that the fact that, mm-hmm. that the family is split up, but I love it anyway. Right. Um, but I, you know, it really has to do with the fact that it's, that it's about Tina. Um, but the reason why primarily that I was able to find that fans didn't like this episode um, was that they felt like Tina was annoying. They felt like she was really over the top in the way that she was disrupting and the way that she was causing issues. But I, I didn't, 
and I agree, she needed to calm down yeah. a lot. But I felt like the way that the that the the writers had handled it made it to where it wasn't annoying. It was it was humorous, right? In, in its way, it was a lot more than Tina usually is, even though. Right. Um, like there's a part where she, it's her first day in the guards and they've just, they've been told they need to stretch out and they're in a line stretching out and they're bending over, touching their toes. And Tina suggests that she'll start a new row in the back mm-hmm. and she backs up and realizes it's too much for her because she's staring right at all the butts mm-hmm. that are bent over. And so she immediately gets back in line. Um, that type of thing is, is disruptive on a level that she isn't normally mm-hmm. even when she's being obsessive like she can be mm-hmm. um there's a in in um i can't remember which episode what the title of the episode is who am i anymore it's the i know one where, i'm just like that's the second time you've said that I'm, oh it's a big brother where fart thou is that what it's called um i do think that that's right but um she gets detention because uh, she wants to end up in detention with this boy that she's interested in. Mm-hmm. And throughout the episode, it's there's actually a B and C story, and she's kind of the C story in mm-hmm. the... But throughout the episode, she's continually doing these minor things that Mr. Frond is having to call her out on mm-hmm. and ask her, you know, what, she, what is she doing? And so she doesn't usually do something that grandiose that would interrupt an entire squad jg squad right right right. um thumbs up i got the name of the episode right good job jen i'm so tired um anyway so that's of note but i don't think that that's something to not like i just think it's It's kind of a progression of her character to me it felt like she was just progressing that's kind of what where i was going to go with it and again because we overanalyze everything Mm -hmm. um and you know i think it's Either A, the writers have not taken it to this extent, and if they ever heard this, they'd be like, Jesus, these women need to get <laughs> get their shit together. Or they actually are considering character development, even though much like most uh, cartoon series like The Simpsons, the people don't age. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to be in a particular grade and all of this, and years will go by and mm-hmm. they'll be the same age. But there is a particular um, progression to the way that I was going to say that exact thing was I can see where Tina, having been the age that she is and had some successes and can can have a certain kind of confidence that would allow her to probably push things further than she normally yeah. would. Um, I think it's interesting that you said that that's the reason why people didn't really care for this episode because I don't I remember thinking boy she's really like going for it but I never thought she was annoying yeah so um and usually it's Tina does something that is misunderstood and I'm angry at the other characters for being such assholes but Mm -hmm. I was going okay yeah she's clearly not supposed to be in this obviously she doesn't swim well. I, I can tell you, I was not the strongest swimmer when I was younger. And we always had a PE, a swimming section in PE in middle school 
mm-hmm. and up. Mm-hmm. And this was giving me enormous anxiety about the swimming tests that you had to do in front of everybody so that they could assess your skills. Mm-hmm. And I, I could tell them up and down, I can't swim freestyle. And they'd be like, you need to go in there and show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to show you how much I suck at something. Yeah. You can't just believe me that I suck at something. I don't know how to swim. I, I don't know how to swim at all. And I don't know how I got it. I remember the swimming happening in PE mm-hmm. when we were kids, but I never actually participated. And I think, I think our mother wrote them a note that like her ears hurt or something okay. because I never had to do it. I remember just being furious at this one PE teacher that it was like, why do you think that I would choose? It's not that I wanted him to excuse me from the class. Yeah. I just wanted him to not make me jump into a pool in front of all of my peers and flail around just to prove to him that I couldn't swim as strongly as the others. You can't prove a negative. Just, yes. (laughs) Just put me in the goddamn shallow end or like... It was so irritating to me. So anyway, this was giving me all kinds of anxiety. Like the first time she tried to get past the breakers and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just, so for me, obviously I thought this is not her environment. Um, but there was something charming to me about the fact that she, uh, it was annoying that she persevered at first because she wanted to be with the boys, Mm -hmm. but nice when she realized that it was something that she wanted to accomplish because again I can relate to that I relate entirely too much to Tina I think well it was interesting because as I was watching this episode I realized how much I relate to Tina in this episode Mm -hmm. um I don't swim well I don't swim at all but I could see as a young Jenny Mm -hmm. thinking I'll figure that part of that out later. I really want to be a part of this. Could you not see that Mm -hmm. when I was a kid? Yeah. That I'm, uh, you know, I'm just going to join this squad and then that whole not swimming thing, even though that's the whole point of this, Mm -hmm. we'll just figure that part out. Yeah. Um, And the way that she was obsessed with sugar cookies. Mm -hmm. So throughout the entire episode, as things are going progress, progressively worse, she keeps bringing up sugar cookies she keeps saying, maybe we could just dive right into sugar cookies. There are some of us who haven't done that. Or should we, you know, to make this better, should we do some sugar cookies? Like, she's always bringing them up. And that so much reminded me of little Jenny, because I would get obsessed with things. Yeah, a particular thing that you really wanted to do. And I would bring it up constantly. And mm-hmm. I would be like, well, what if we just, what if we, remember when I got obsessed with um, that game Sardines? Yes. And no matter, if if there were more than, like, three people mm-hmm. in a house, mm-hmm. I would try to force them to play sardines, mm-hmm. which is kind of backwards hide and seek. I'm still kind of like that a little bit. Like I get yeah. obsessed about things and I, I, I keep, well, what if we did this thing, you know, but every time he, she would go back to sugar cookies, it, it, in much the same way as I think you had the anxiety about swimming. Cause we were attacked. It was kind of triggering past mm-hmm. traumas. Right. It would, set off this thing in me that was like... Somebody let her just do the sugar cookies! But also just like so embarrassed for her and so... Because she's making herself vulnerable Mm -hmm. by expressing something that she really wants and is being shut down over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. And I know that sounds... I mean, we get overly philosophical about everything. Absolutely. But that sounds odd. But 
as little Jenny, I had a really hard time expressing when I wanted something even as simple as, you know, a Let's game play of sardines. sardines. Yeah. Um, and so, not that I, you know, because I was a very vocal child and I was very assertive and that type of thing, but it was usually not about what I personally needed or wanted. Mm-hmm. And when I tried to do that, it was a very vulnerable thing. And oh. so it would feel really bad when people didn't want to participate in right. the thing I wanted. Right, right, right. No, I get it. So her sugar cookie obsession really kind of hit at the heart of so that So when she me. finally got sugar cookies at the end, you were... Oh my goodness. ...so happy. I love the fact that she, that she would not jump off the pier no matter what they said. You don't get to graduate. Yes. You don't get your picture up there, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, do you want to do sugar cookies? And she was like, pew, straight off the pier. And who does that remind you of? You. Come on. <laughs> yes. So much. Um... I, I just, I, there were so many little things in this episode that were delightful, like mm-hmm. her glasses strap. I was going to bring that up. I, when I knew she was going to go out on and be on the squad or mm-hmm. the, the guard or squad. Anyway, the squad, um, I the was JGs, like, but they're called I was like, the are they going to give her one of those like special goggles kind of things with her glasses? Yeah. Because yeah. And I the way that. they drew how the strap went mashed her hair hair. down yeah i just every time it would show her wearing the glasses strap oh my god oh i know that okay and you've already claimed talking about the credits Mm -hmm. so i will not reference the credits but one of my favorite moments and it delighted me so much i rewound it and watched it again and chris was like did you just see when they're running in slow motion baywatch style Mm -hmm. To go save yeah. the runners. Yeah. And she's wearing her swimsuit over her clothes, yes. so her skirt's sticking out the leg holes. Which I adore. Everybody knows what Tina's run is like. Yeah. Arms straight yes. down. I'm watching this, and I'm seeing her, and it's playing the dramatic music, and then I look to the sides, and the people, the kids who are with her, are running. And I was like, how are they, how is she staying up with them if she's walking in there? Oh, it didn't re- it didn't occur to me that she was running in slow motion because her, her arms, arms were Yes. Because <laughs> that's how she runs. It's so good. They can't draw it any it other way. It's so fucking good. It really is. It was so... Anyway, so that... Um, and then... Yeah, so the, the thing... Why are you wearing your swimsuit like that? When she shows up after they've been kicked off and they're trying to... Kicked off of the squad... And they're trying. She's trying to convince the other kids that they need to help because the fun run has been scheduled on the same day as the sandcastle contest, and the finish line of the fun run is on the other side of the sandcastle making contest. And so the fun runners are going to run straight through holes mm-hmm. and break their ankles and everything. Um, and she runs up to them because she's in a hurry, and she's put her swimsuit on over her clothes. And it is just amazing. And she's wearing a little goggle strap, mm-hmm. and it's just... Can I? Can we talk about that for just a second? Because I have something to reference. The goggle that. strap or the... The, the, swim, the swimsuit okay. over, her, yes. over her clothes. Yes. So, first of all, how amazing is it that it, she could have just worn her clothes? Like, she didn't have to go get no. her swimsuit. <laughs> no. And none of the rest of the squad had to do Mm-mm. that. But they all did the same thing. They all put their swimsuits on over their clothing for no reason other than that's that's what they they had to hurry. Um, 
they could have just saved everybody wearing their street clothes, but whatever. Um, but I love Tina putting on the swimsuit over her skirt because it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But it also reminded me, I went through this period when I was a child. (laughs) I, I can't wait. Where I became completely obsessed with the idea of efficiency and speed. Oh! (laughs) And so I was trying in all aspects of my life. And one thing that y'all listeners should know about me is that I have a touch of the OCD. And a lot of people like to say they have OCD, but what they really mean is they're perfectionists or whatever. I have legitimate OCD. I have obsessions and compulsions. Yes. And I always have. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I'm, I've learned to, uh, manage them as I'm Mm -hmm. older. I don't have to be medicated. Um, but I can identify when the obsessions and compulsions are happening and I just have to manage them now. But when I was younger, I didn't know what OCD was. I didn't know what was happening for me and I didn't know how to express it to the family. So if you listen to the first episode of mostly true, you'll hear about one of my obsessions. Yep. So... This was part of my OCD, was I became obsessed with this idea of doing things quicker Mm -hmm. and more efficiently. And so one of the things that I decided I was going to do was figure out how to change my clothing Mm -hmm. more quickly. Mm -hmm. And that included all aspects of my clothing, including my underwear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I got it in my head, and this was when I was probably six or seven, Mm -hmm. I got it in my head that somehow I was going to be able to take off my, put on my clean underpants and take off my dirty underpants either simultaneously (laughs) or at least, this is so fucking weird, or at least very near to each other. You had to cut out the buckets of porn at the beginning of this, but we're going to leave this in. Do you not want me to no, tell? No, tell is me. Is this not amazing this to you? Is, it is amazing to me. And it is related to Bob's Burgers, whereas the buckets of porn were not. Anyway. So, so I would try all these different ways to make it happen where underwear could like simultaneously like fuse and then unfuse or pass through one another. <laughs> you, so you were just doing, you were doing like practice runs of this? I, I, or? Every day. Every day. And I did would, you repeatedly or did yeah. you try it and then failed and then you're like, can't, don't have time? I would, <laughs> I would do it until I ran out of time and had to be somewhere. <laughs> you would try to change your underpants well, it wasn't until just... you ran out of time. <laughs> it wasn't just, it wasn't just underwear. It was. I know, I know, but <laughs> But I mean, that was one aspect of it, yes. Okay, go Because ahead. I had figured out that you could, I can't even remember now, but there was something about shirts that <laughs> could be like interchanged. Anyway, anyway, I'm so not going to spend too much time so trying to figure that out. this reminded you of Tina. No, but listen, I'm listen. listening, I'm listening. It gets weirder. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then I realized that... I was I I was continually running out of time in my effort to make underwear pass through. You have the scariest six-year-old brain I have ever known. So I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to have to do when I do my practice runs 
because all it's doing is adding more time if I run out of time trying to make them pass through each other. <laughs> because then I still have to take off the clean underwear, <laughs> take off the dirty underwear, and put the clean underwear on. You're making so me do I was the like, old man wheeze. I was like, okay, when I do my practice runs, I'm just going to go ahead and take the, cl- the dirty underwear off. I'm going to put a pair of clean underwear on and then I'm going to practice with another pair of clean underwear. So then if, if I, if I run out of time, you're at least wearing your, I'm going to be good to go. So where was I? (laughs) Because what the fuck? So (laughs) was I playing that? Was I pretending to be a horse in the other room? Probably. seems like I don't know. It's not like I changed my underwear in front of you. I mean, I probably would have, but it's not like... we shared a room, so it's like, I think I would have witnessed this at least once, right? Did you not? I don't remember. So... I think I'd remember. So, then I would run out of time, and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm already wearing clean underwear. So then I would just be like, I'm just gonna hit it. Wearing like two or three pairs of underwear. Three? Yes. Why do you have a third pair? <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Sometimes. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Sometimes to save time. <laughs> oh my god. Put on the third pair and try to take the second <laughs> Why you relate to Tina so much? Oh my god! I remember one time. Oh god! <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Guys, this is a true story. It really is. This should be on mostly true. <laughs> Weird underwear habits. So, <laughs> so I remember Excuse one me. time. I was in the bathroom and my mom came in and <laughs> uh, I don't remember if I was like using the restroom and I had just pulled my three pairs of underwear back <laughs> <laughs> or, or what was happening. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh God, be so much editing. <laughs> on mom's face and I remember <laughs> saying why are you wearing three pairs of underwear you know you know you were the, her fifth child she was probably just so fucking exhausted I was by far the weirdest <laughs> I don't know man but you were pretty damn weird and she's like is that why there's why your underwear goes so fast in between laundry and I was like I don't know what you're talking I'm not wearing three pairs of underwear. <laughs> and that's what this reminds you of. <laughs> you guys, I am, t- I am crying. Did you know when you started listening to this, it would be all about how our completely screwed up minds related to Bob's Burgers characters. Okay, okay, okay. But you can okay. see where, his, where her... Bathing suit no, I, yes. over her skirt would make me think of my three pairs of underwear. Yeah, yeah. I just love that I tried to like convince mom that she wasn't seeing three <laughs> pairs of underwear. <laughs> on my 
well, you like, know. that's just the style of these underwear. And she'd be like, I buy your underwear. I don't buy three-layer underwear. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm so... Oh, okay, I'm done with that story. I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> okay, you it's guys. True story. Oh, this is like the filthiest... We talk about underpants and buckets of porn. So anyway, that's that's what that made me think of. Good. What what have you got? (laughs) Not that. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm... I'm making myself vulnerable for this podcast. You are. Well, and I actually, like I said, I, if I hadn't known you, I would just think you were just the most jacked up kid, but you were so earnest about everything. I was. You really I had, were. I had reasons for why you I was did. doing what you I did. was doing. And when you would explain it to me, I'd be like, well, that's not real life, but let's go with this. <laughs> sure. Um... That one I don't remember. I mean, I remember after the fact you mentioning that that was... I didn't know it was because you were trying to make your underwear yeah. pass through the other underwear. Well, I mean, it's not like I thought about it that way, but I had this idea that if I put the clean underwear on, somehow I could, like, wriggle out of the dirty underwear. Like like, like when women take the bra strap yeah. off and they, like, yeah. Yeah. Like getting out of a straight jacket didn't or... work. No, it didn't work. Pretty sure that can't happen. I am here to confirm that that cannot happen. <laughs> and also putting an extra pair into the mix doesn't help. I know. I know. So, yeah. But again, right. but again, inexplicably, you had... And then Tina and her friends were just like, we got to put our swimsuits on yeah. if we're going to... Way to bring it back. People. I know. I, Good I, job. It's really clumsy, actually, but I'm, I try. Oh, God, you guys. Um, hopefully all of that didn't get edited out, but holy shit. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yes. And then, as I mentioned earlier, eventually Tina does rally the troops to save the day. They end up being able to graduate. Their picture that gets hung on the wall above the copier in the lifeguard station is all of them with their street clothes and their swimsuits on over it. Um, really cute ending. Um, I want to talk about... Way more efficient. Yes. To just take the picture of them like oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then to wait and the for fact them that they jumped into the pier with their street clothes on and their swimsuits on over it. Not into the pier. Did I say into the pier? Off the pier. I don't even remember because my nose is running and I'm crying. Yeah, so. I know. Anyway, um, so before we talk about end credits, though, do you have anything else about that main story? Because I want to reference a few things about the sides, the B story. No, well, the only thing that I wanted to talk about was Camp Breathy Stevie, which is their CPR yes. doll. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And when Can't I first... Camp Breathy Stevie. Yeah. Love it. When I first... Uh, hey, guys, guess what Lloyd has? Not really sure if you can hear it. Um, Lloyd got a brand new bone. He's very attached to it. He left the room a minute ago, went out to the living room and got it and brought it back in here. So you're going to get that for the rest of the episode. He's thinking to himself while he's laying, you know, you know what sounds good is that bone. And then he goes and he finds the bone, Mm -hmm. which is adorable, but also loud. So, sorry. (sighs) No, it's fine. We can keep going. Um, anyway, when I first watched the episode, uh, when I saw Camp Breathy Stevie, I thought he had a mustache. (laughs) 
And I was very... I don't remember. What was it? I was very disappointed to then oh, figure out mouth. it was his mouth. His oh. mouth wide open. But I thought he had this giant, like... Blonde mustache? I, well, it was dark because his mouth is open. Oh, okay. And it, I was very sad. I'll have to go back and look at he that. He was very um, 70s, sort of hip, shirtless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mustache. Yeah. That was important, right? Yeah. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave the three pairs of underwear in. No. Um, I'm done. <laughs> No, you're not. No, I'm done with the A story. Oh, okay. So, B story. Um, a few weeks ago, um, and we referenced this in a prior episode of Pod's Burgers, how I am apparently useless because I am... Oh, God. You Did we said, No, you oh. said I was useless because oh. I am savoring the last few Bob's Burgers oh, episodes. yes. Because I know the season is over, and mm-hmm. I don't want to binge them and not have them yeah. over the summer, etc. Um, so I haven't watched some of the episodes and I only just finished Boy Watch recently. Um, but a few weeks ago on a Sunday when Bob's Burgers airs and this particular episode had aired, Jen texts me in all caps. Oh my God. They just talked about the great British baking show mm-hmm. on Bob's Burgers mm-hmm. And Jen and I, we've mentioned, are obsessed with that mm-hmm. show. Um, and so the, I love the gene line. You know, I'm always the one who picks out the gene lines. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> they're making a Swiss roll that made me feel something for once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Some old guy made a Swiss, yeah. Swiss roll. Um, and one of the customers is watching the show and crying. Yes. That's why they notice it in the first place. Um. Which I've heard a lot of people watch the British Bake Off or whatever it's actually and, called and cry. Really? Yeah, I've heard I it mean, a lot. I'm not this gonna is lie to me because again, I mean, I'm not a crier. Some of it's very moving. I've never cried, although I hope he's okay that I tell this story. Chris, the archivist. I can cut is, it out if he's not. Yeah. Chris, the archivist, is a tender soul, and um, I think it, I, it, it's something that I love dearly about him. So when he sees something that it's something happy happening for somebody, or somebody being kind to mm-hmm. somebody, or an animal being rescued, he'll get verklempt. Mm-hmm. And the end of season three, when Nadia won, and she was mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. how she will never doubt herself again, I look over, and Chris is. Weeping. <laughs> How much did you love Nadia? Though? I did. I oh, did so just much. Loved her. This just turned into a podcast about the again. What the hell is that show called? The Great British Baking Show. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Continue. Anyway, so um, also in the B story uh, is the line uh, Sergeant Bosco says to Bob and Linda, "Your children are awful," and Bob says, "I know." <laughs> Yeah, we just rewatched the episode right before this in prep. I love it. And that that made that makes Mark laugh every time. Your children are awful, <laughs> I know. Um the and then British baking show. They didn't want her to blow on the whistle because it was too shrill and Jean says you let mom talk. <laughs> and Linda says, What? <laughs> love that. Yes. And then of course the Wi Fi Wiffy thing, which yeah. really made me laugh. But, yeah. Um Anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. Um, the one thing that I wanted to say about the 
B story is <clears throat> there's something about... Um, so when Sergeant Bosco lets them know that there's a hacker, he uncovers that, <clears throat> excuse me, the hacker's working on a laptop called My Laptop. <laughs> and so Gene first decides he's going to go, you know, through through the cafe and try to figure out who it is and forgets by the time he walks from where they're standing to the third booth, mm-hmm. forgets what he was doing. So then Louise takes over and she proceeds to walk from table to table saying that she's a little girl lost in a cafe and saying, are you my mummy? Mm-hmm. Are you my mummy? And the way she says that is so charming. So cute. I love it yes. so much. I want that to be, if I used ringtones, which I don't, I would want that to be something that just pops don't up on my phone on the me. time. Just a little girl. <laughs> okay. Hey. I think that this is a good episode. I do too. I'm enjoying myself and that's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, I love you guys. I really do. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the end credits though. I'm excited to hear your take on this. Cause okay. as soon as it started, I was like, Oh, okay. I got it. So this, I could watch those end credits. It's kind of like Linda's dance at mm-hmm. the end of trouble with doubles. Yep. I could watch the end credits of boy watch just the end credits. I don't need to watch the whole episode. I can just call up the episode and watch the end credits over and over again because Tina does the most amazing dance yes. wearing her swimsuit over her street clothes. She's still mm-hmm. um, in her boy watch attire. Can't Breathe Stevie comes in to dance. And then at the end, Gene walks so- through wearing a one piece over his street clothes. Why is Can't Breathe? It's so distressing to me that he dances in because he has no arms and legs. Well, he can still dance. I don't know. And he's expressionless. Yes. There's something very saw about that. (laughs) But that's something very Bob's Burgers. Like, if you think about it, it the turkey dances uh, at the end of. had more animation uh, than. Gail making bobsled. Yes. The hair, the goo baby. Yes. Dances at the end of Uncle Teddy. It's yes. very... It them. is. I don't know why. It's just Can't Breathe Stevie was just so distressing to me. I think maybe it's that almost uncanny valley <laughs> where he's yeah. a little too close to being human. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Tina is doing this whole dance without any expression mm-hmm. on her, she is this very serious expression yep. on her face, is so perfect. Yes. And also, I am in desperate need for you to learn that dance. And oh, show I it can to do me. that. Dance. <laughs> the footwork I've got. You know what I like? Footwork. I totally. It's down. It was just basically a modified Charleston. Jenny. Yeah. Please, please, will you do that dance? And I'll try me. and do it with the straight face yes. and everything. Um, one of the things I loved about that dance was, again, paying attention to the characters. It incorporates the same dance. dance that she does with her hands. She yes. always does that thing with yes. her hands. And I fucking loved that. Because everybody has a signature dance move. Mm-hmm. At work, at my day job, a couple of weeks ago, we had everybody that was present at the time we were having the conversation show us their signature dance move. Everybody had one. They mm-hmm. didn't even have to think about it. What's Everybody's mine? got one. What's mine? I, you have to decide what your signature dance move is. I don't know. Is. Like... There you go. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's maybe no, a little bit. That's when I'm just like, if there's like metal going on, yeah. and I do like the old timey yeah. waggy finger thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
Tina does the dance that we're talking about with her hands in Eggs for Days. Yep. When they're dancing to um, Rock Me Amadeus when they're trying to drive the raccoons out. She also does it in uh, Sit Me Baby One More Time Uh when the little girl uh, that they're babysitting tells them to dance, commands them to dance. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, it's just very naturally her, too. So, um, what's the name of the voice actor that does Tina's voice? Eugene... No, that's Gene. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name. Okay. Uh, Christopher? Okay, thanks. Anyway, um, I was going to say that... Um, Who am I? Honey, you're tired. I really am. And we really wore ourselves out on that three underpants up, or, uh, story. Um, Dan Mintz. Mm. Yes, Dan Mintz. So, What's wrong with me? He um, Dan Mintz. Now I'm going to splice that together Dan so Mintz? it'll be like... it's. Like I knew the Dan name. Mintz. Oh, gotcha. Okay, do it again. Dan Mintz. Yes. Dan Mintz. Um, can you not just picture him actually doing that while he's oh, yeah. being the character? And that's where the dance came from. Because basically Dan Mintz is Tina. Right. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Which I think is wonderful. Yeah. I think that's the thing, and we've mentioned this before, watching them do live readings, like the mm-hmm. table readings, mm-hmm. are, like it's one of my most favorite things because I am fascinated with hearing those characters' voices coming out of their mouth. The yeah. only one that I know because I've seen her before she did the voices is, um, did the voice is, uh, oh shoot, Louise's voice. Ah. Uh, Oh my God! What's what is wrong, with, wrong us? with us? No, hold on, hold on. I will remember her name. Her name is Kristen Shaw. Thank you. Whew. Jesus Christ! Phew. Anyway, I had heard her voice before yes. she did this, so I can picture that. But we had, of course, heard H. John Benjamin. Yes, and and I feel like I I can't remember the name of his show, but he had a van. Was it? H. John Benjamin has a van. I think so. So I had seen him on that show, but that was so long ago yeah. that really my first introduction to H. John Benjamin was Archer. Archer. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously Bob. So it's still and weird was... for me to hear that voice come out of a, a human right. instead of a cartoon character. There's a couple of things. First of all, that's weird to see the voice coming out of somebody and it's just their natural voice. Yeah. But what's really funny for me is when you hear somebody speaking and you get that hint of the character, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. Like um, the voice of Bender, John DiMaggio. He's been on... Um, can you look that up? Because I don't want to say John DiMaggio if that's not it. I know it's DiMaggio, but... Um, it's like me saying that Julian, Julian Casablancas sang that song when really it was the Kinks. It's okay. We <laughs> forgave you. <laughs> Um, so John DiMaggio. Okay. So he was on a show and you could just hear Bender just under Mm -hmm. the way that, and Mm -hmm. then they would ask him to do Bender and he would just switch to that voice. And it's just voice acting is fascinating to me. Absolutely fascinating. So yes, I will learn the dance is what I mean to say. (laughs) You, you checked out just then and I wanted you to to come back to me. I really appreciate that you will learn that dance. Of course. Of course. And I will draw the Danger Stallion. Please. So that was Chris the Archivist and I went to... And there were no porn buckets. There weren't. Um, There was a lot of porn, but we didn't watch it that time. (laughs) 
Jen hates me so bad. This right is now. a family show. Okay, it's not. I'm it's not so actually... not. Actually, I have to. I have to check the box that says explicit material every time I upload. Well, this. it's because I keep saying the fuck word. Yeah. Anyway, Go so um, we went to this really, really <sighs> small. I don't even know if you can call it a town. I don't know if you if you can even call it a village, but it's up in the northern um, Nevada Utah border, and um, we stayed at this little murder motel and the, you got the keys for the rooms. There's like a total of, I think 10 rooms in the entire thing. It's an L shaped motel and you get the keys from a combination, um, not even a grocery store. What do they call it? General store, General store gas station with like those old timey pumps out front that mm-hmm. you pull up to mm-hmm. like the two and this is where you paid for your and got the keys, like mm-hmm. an actual physical key to the room. Yeah. And you had to get the key. If you came up to get gas or shop in the little shop, you if you wanted to use the public restrooms, you had to get a key. And the, the public restrooms had this sign on the outside of it. Oh, I, I didn't know it was a restroom. Yeah, I don't even know. I thought it was. was a, I thought you were at, like, stables. No. Go on. It, it, it made no sense. It was just a sign that said, Danger Stallion. Stand back. On, Stand back, Danger Stallion. On the door on of the, the bathroom? On the door to the bathroom. Because, of course. And they sent the picture to me. Because Chris said immediately, oh, that's a Tina thing. It is. So then I texted back that he was absolutely right, and also that Brittany needed to draw Danger Stallion. Yes. Which and now you can hear the capitals when I say it. Yes. Danger Stallion. And Jen said... And I'm pretty sure he needs to be wearing a crop top, and I can't figure out how to make a crop top be obvious on a horse, but I can, I'll can. i figure it out. Danger Stallion would wear a crop top. I, I do not disagree. I'm just trying to figure out how you... Unless I gave him pants, too? I mean, whatever you need to do. I don't know. I feel like if the, if the horse were wearing it and it was just below its front legs, mm-hmm. it would seem crop top. Okay, that's what I was thinking. It might need probably... to be like... I'll do a Reclining. few. I'll do a few drafts and send them to you, because <laughs> everybody knows my artistic skills from our current uh, cover photo, which is probably going to be replaced by a picture yeah. of Jen and me. But it was the uh, not even ten minute drawing of the Belcher family that Jen commanded me in all caps to do over text. Mm-hmm. So and she did dash that bad boy mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. So, yes. I think we're good. Learn the dance. Yes. Danger Stallion. Yes. Three underpants. You have your action items. Oh, not three underpants. I no. mean, you can wear three pairs of underpants I if really you want. I really don't want to. But I, I think mean, that, I, like, really you know, don't want I've to. already proven that that's kind of pointless. I don't know. It might have been, like, cushier on my bottom. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, um, cool. So we'll do... Oh, Let's decide right now what we're going to do for next episode. You had an episode that you mentioned from this season Mm -hmm. that you know is going to be one that you watch over and over and over again. Mission Impossible. Okay. Which is really hard to say, so you should be proud that I just said it without any problems. Great job. Let's do that one next time because I adore it. Have you watched it yet? Nope. I'm very excited. I say good, not that you haven't watched it because I'm still deeply disappointed in you, but... I can't believe that you can't understand this I, I reasoning. I say, 
I say good that we're going to do it because then you'll have to watch it. Do you want to watch it together? I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. That would be something different. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Cool. So, guys. Hi. No, this is... This is goodbye. Oh. Um, I was just trying to think of something else oh. to say just then. Um, so, guys, uh, social medias, iTunes. Um, Thanks for sticking with us yeah. through this. Holy shit. I mean, every time. Um, yeah. Our other podcast, Mostly True. Yes. Uh, we will eventually get out that double episode. Um, we will, I promise. And, yes. So, here. Cheers me. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if it just, and then it would be, and then I would just end it. (laughs) It's just me going. (laughs) Okay, bye guys. All right, love you, bye. It's really, really good. Okay, bye. (laughs) This has been an episode of Pod's Burgers. Our theme song is No Smoking by the Blue Dot Sessions.